0: Hi everyone, thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Music of em- the Mind and a Fan podcast, I'm Paul, your regular host, alright, um, before I start off, I'd like to say I'm sorry for not releasing any podcast episodes, um, in recent times, um, again, um, life has been, you know, busy, so duty calls, family calls, responsibility calls. And so um, it's been tough these last few weeks in terms of time constraints. So I've not been able to do podcasts um, for fixtures um, like the Chelsea game. I didn't do a podcast. The Chelsea game between uh, at Stanford Bridge, I also didn't do a podcast um, for the Sheriff game. Uh, where we won three goes to nothing. Um, I think those are the two games I've missed out on recently. Um, the last podcast I did was uh, for the sports game, and I think I need also do a podcast for the Omonia Nicosia game. So, um, of recent, I've been not been consistent as I often am, but um, it's not deliberate. This is a tight period for me in terms of work. Uh, a busy schedule, and uh, at some point it will get easier, but for now it's a bit tough. So, uh, so please kind of bear with me, okay, everyone. So, thank you very much for um, tuning in. Um, so, last night, Manchester United defeated West Ham by one go to nothing at Old Trafford. Um, I would say the performance was uh, a good one. Um, especially the first half we did very well um, we were a bit poorer in the second half i think in the second half we dropped the tempo a bit and we were hoping to hit west ham on the break and pick them off um, but it didn't go according to plan um, um, there were some individual performances that were very good overall i think my united did very well unfortunately i think we lost control of the midfield especially the last 20 minutes uh, of the game and that's not a good one. Uh, it made the game too open and too exciting for the neutral. For us fans, we were desperate for a second goal to kill off any West Ham hopes of taking anything out of the game but it didn't come. But we held on uh, due to good defensive performances from the likes of uh, Sandro Martinez, um, Diego Dalot, Luke Shaw even Harry Maguire. I, um, won if a couple of headers when Western decided to go for aerial threats. So there were a lot of good defensive work yesterday. David Nijia, um, I think many people's man on the match, he made some outstanding saves in the second half, about three outstanding world class saves, you know. So I think um, Nijia has greatly improved And uh, I don't think that will silence these critics who want goalkeepers that pass out from the back like Ederson or Asim Becker. So, if you look at the top six goalkeepers, um, I don't think the GIA, well, well, I say top six, as in the goalkeeper of the top teams, um, or the top six, traditional top six teams in the Premier League, or the big six, as we often call them. DJ is one of the best amongst them, DJ has been doing this for doing the business for a very long time and he deserves more respect but because of Pep um, has started this uh, passing out of the back thing or ball playing cookie ball thing and uh, Alison too is very good at it. DJ, yes admittedly is not very good at it but well, I know it's something that can be developed and we've seen it for the last couple of weeks. We know that the judge doesn't like to sweep. He's not a sweeper goalkeeper, he doesn't come out of his box that often. But in recent times he's done that. So something is going on in training. And that is the good thing about Eric Ten Hag. I think Eric Ten Hag has um imposed um his authority in that squad has made players hungry for their positions before there was some complacency under the reign of Ole and Raf Okay, but it's not the case anymore because anyone could lose his position. Deja is under competition from Dubravka and um, Tom Heaton, you know, and probably didn't end that after his long spell ends and not Forest. And a play few players like that are under. Have competition, uh, of course. Some don't have any competition, like Diogo Dalot. But Diego Dalot is his contract is expiring. I need to put in a good show in order to get a contract extension. I won't be surprised if Diogo Dalot's performances um, drops once he signs the the contract because he now got comfortable again. But that can only is um, good performance can only remain can only remain if he has competition. Aaron Wambersaka, most of us have practically forgotten about him, that he exists. I don't know whether he's still injured or he's just um, out of the picture for now because of your good, your good form. He's hardly mentioned in the substitute bench or match matchday squad. It's never, ever mentioned. So these are the issues. Okay, so competition brings out the best in the perf- in good players, you know, once you have a sense of security, there's that tendency for your performance levels to drop, especially if you have someone who has a good reputation. Players like Bruno, you know, if Bruno's position begins to get challenged by someone like Van de Beek, for instance, you will see Bruno's performances will be, you know, will come up, will be increased because you start seeing getting more assists, more goals. But now he, he's the only one. He's not doing too bad in the last couple of weeks. Bruno has been, well, he's not as wasteful in his passing as he used to be under Ole or Rafranik. In fact, his performances last was last season is just it's been, it's one of the worst I've seen, you know. But he has been good this season. Not ex, Not outstanding, but he has. Cut out some of his wastefulness, and that is again probably up to Radnik, letting him know the standards he expects from his midfielders, and I hope um, he gets competition for his position. At the moment, in the big games or when things are on the knife edge. I and Hag has not started trusting some of his subs, mm-hmm. except the defensive ones like Fred, McTominay, who you can bring in to do a job if you're trying to hold on to a lead or control the midfield or increase the midfield battles, okay? But um, at some point, uh, in the course of the season, I'm sure Van de Beek should be getting game time. And if he can putting in some good performances like Malaysia did and get a run of games. you will see players like Bruno will begin to step up you know um, Rashford I think because of the World Cup his, his form has, imp- has improved and again because of competition Sancho has been getting most of the game time but Sancho's form has dropped so Sancho is now on the bench so I think players um, do well when they know that their places are under threat. And if you have a manager who would would not hesitate to drop them if their performances are not good. And I think players like Harry Maguire will benefit from it. Now that Varane is injured um, and Lindelof is unavailable, he has to put in good performances because he keeps on. Um, put putting terrible performances, Lindelof and Varane will be waiting on the wings to take his position. You know? And, I don't know. Um, I think that is a good thing for Manchester United. Anyway, I just thought that I should talk about uh, the performance levels of Manchester United players. It's a digression, actually, but I'm sure you guys get the point I'm trying to make. So, basically, Yesterday's confirm, I guess Western was a, a very good one. Um, a good first half, a, a bit poorer second half, um, especially in the latter stages, especially the last 20 minutes or thereabouts. We lost control of the midfield and allowed Western to dictate the play. And we had some nice, uh, some few chances. Kozuma's header. Um, uh, I think for now, there was a shot that was blocked by Harry Maguire. Um Antonio shot from range that was saved by DJ and uh Declan Rice shot again that was saved by DJ. Although those were long range efforts, you wouldn't say they were chances but they were screamers, they were waldies, and if they went in, um that those would have been great goals, but DJ was on his toes and he made some very brilliant so um nice performance from DJ. I think I was impressed with Luke Shaw again. Luke Shaw benefited from competition. He has raised his game. Of course the World Cup is coming. He has to improve. He has to be the first England's first choice left back. Um and but Luke Shaw was very good again against West Ham. I liked his performance all round. Lisa Martinez was outstanding too. Again, um defensively, his passing, everything was excellent. Harry Maguire Maybe he's rusty. Um, Some of his passing was way off yesterday, but in the area duels, he was very good. In the second half, he made some good tackles, some blocks, and a lot of area duels he won. So I think he had a decent performance, Harry Maguire. Um, There's always this fear when he's behind um, in the defense. So Harry Maguire has a lot to do to get confidence back from supporters, but many. Uh, months and years of poor performances would not change that overnight so he has his supporters and people who are backing him of course like every other person in the team but um, the reality is he did okay yesterday for someone who has been out injured for a while since the last international break so I think it's a bit closer. so we can give him that hopefully against we um, associate that he will do better or Lindelof will get the nod ahead of him, who knows. Then I write back Dallot was outstanding. I think it was of all the defenders, probably Martinez played as good as he yesterday. I think Dalot was outstanding uh overall yesterday. His performances, his crossing, his defensive ability, defensive duties, his positioning, his aerial duels, they were excellent. So that was great from Diego Dalot. Um, hopefully, he will maintain these standards once he gets his contract extension. And um, even though there's no competition, but I don't see how that's going to happen. But let's see. Maybe the Ten Hag effect will get him to keep on playing well. Then in midfield, I think Casemiro did okay yesterday. he wasn't as good as he was in previous games, but you know, you still find him getting into battles, in you know, midfield battles and tackles and the dirty play. You know, so I think he did okay. He wasn't very outstanding, but he did all right. He has become untouchable, and that's what we want from Amifedas. So I'm glad we signed him. It's um, just painful that he's already 30 years old. So we probably have uh, maybe two or three years um, that we will get from him. But you know, these days players tend to play longer, so maybe he will keep himself at optimum level and we can get up to five years from him. Who knows? Um. Um, yes, Christian Eriksen, yeah, I think he did very well in the first half, he got the assist for Rashford's goal, superb cross from um, Christian Eriksen, I think he faded in the second half uh, at some point and got substituted, I think he's tired and that's about Sadibou. we should be able to retreat our players and everything has subbed him off, but I think we, as we subbed him off, we began to lose... More ground to West Ham. West Ham got to dominate a bit more. I would have gone for a Van de Beek um, for Ericsson who could retain the ball but I think um, Eric had this worried about Van der Beek's fitness levels because of his just returning from injury and with the intensity in which the game was yesterday um, he didn't want to risk it. He felt maybe Fred and McTominay would do better jobs since they were more fit and up-to-date or up-to-scratch but um, it just didn't happen because uh, those two are very poor at passing accuracy and ball retention although um, McTominay and Fred combined and almost got the good that would have killed off West Ham's um, uh, morale but the header by Fred hit the goalpost, post so that was unfortunate so so, Fred, McTominay, they did a job um, trying to wrestle midfield from um, West Ham, but they were more of on the defensive side trying to put pressure on West Ham, uh, take them away from goal, but they didn't really do a good job of retaining possession, McTominay and Fred. I think they did okay. Um, Bruno, I think, too, um, we had a decent game yesterday. Um, uh, I didn't think he did too much wrong but he wasn't outstanding it was just average so I think that that's all I can say about Bruno there's not much talking but I think his passing has improved and his overall play simply has improved um, he combined with Eriksen for right first goal so I think he has done all right um, hopefully this will continue and he can even be more prolific like he used to be and pass the ball I mean get more assists um, in attack, uh, Rashford again was very good. I think he faded off a bit in the second half, uh, but I think he was very good. Mm-hmm. He needs to work on his uh, ball control. Mm-hmm. When he's taking uh, uh, people on the run or trying to put pressure on the defenders, um, I think his touches let him down yesterday after the second half. He had a good opportunity of beating Kurt but because he had hit the ball a bit too much, Zuma was able to recover and tackle and get the ball off him. When when we could have um, put pressure on West Ham and get the second goal to kill off the game. So, um, overall, I think Rashford did very well in the first half. Great goal, great header. He has scored 100 goals for Manchester United. Um, I think he's the 24th player to achieve that feat, which is a good one. So um, he should have achieved this. Um, he should have achieved this feat um, last season if he had uh, been more prolific and much in better form. But um, he had been he has been poor for the past one year, and I think we're beginning to see the old Rashford coming back. He's now scoring goals and getting involved. Um, in the goal scoring, so that's what we want to see. I hope Eric Ten Hag is watching this and playing Rashford from the left, which is his best win. You get a good Rashford and a productive one if he's playing on the left. Um, You don't get it when you put him at the main striker. He's not the striker anymore. Um, Ronaldo, um, I would say, um, he struggled. And of course, uh, yesterday's game passed him, but he didn't really have too many clear-cut chances. Um, yesterday. Um, he had some half chances which he couldn't hit on target. Uh, I think he did a lot. He, his work rate was good and he had, I think he had a decent game. He was an average performance. It wasn't an outstanding one or a poor one by any means. Um, people will always criticize Ronaldo. I think some players maybe who are lovers of Martial or who are unrealistic want Uh, Ronaldo out of the club and they will have their wish in due time. Ronaldo is not going to stay beyond this season, I'm very sure, but after all the drama that has gone on in the last couple of weeks, but people should understand that um, we don't have any strikers uh, apart from Ronaldo who is dependable and he has scored three times this season and not starting. So, if Ronaldo has a run of games, you will see him hitting his best form, And I'm sure, I guess Villa and Fulham, we should see Ronaldo scoring in at least one of those two games. I'm very sure of that. So, people should um, be patient until we sign a striker. Um, Elanga was poor, was the poorest of all the players that played yesterday. And he was rightly subbed off for, um, I can't recall who, I think, McTominay or so. So and Bruno went to the right wing so um, there's not much to say about Elanga he's not ready and he's out of his depth with the way we are playing right now he's just out of his depth he's not at the level that we are now so I think um, he will benefit from being loaned out or even sold out rightly it's not my United standard players like him um, players like uh, Ahmad Diallo, Diallo is, looks lightweight, you know. He has to bulk up and from to, to win my confidence. And I don't think he will win the confidence under Eric Ten Hag. Eventually, Ahmad will probably be sold as well. Ahmad, I'm not even hearing about him at the moment. That, I don't know that he went on loan or he's still at Manchester United. I don't know. So, that is the situation, too. Overall, a good performance. Not as good as against um, Sheriff, where we won three goes to nothing. Um, not as good against Chelsea, where we were held to a 1-1 draw. And so, um, those performances were very good. Good performances all around. We were dominant, just didn't take our chances against Chelsea. Um, the penalty awarded to Ho was a dubious one in my opinion, but McRominay too was very stupid. He held on too long to um, Broja, and uh, you know in this in this combat a lot of wrestling matches, and if you give penalties for that you have to give for every free kick in that evolves um, a cross into the 18-yard box because players often hold or wrestle each other to get control of the ball. So when it's not a blatant pull or a blatant uh, foul, those kind of things should be overlooked really. Um, but after that game, no ref has done that. That I should show you the stupidity of the referee um, that was featured in our game with Chelsea. But uh, luckily enough, we were able to salvage a point and got the last minute equalizer, stoppage time equalizer uh, through Casemiro. I guess Sheriff, um, it was also a very good performance all around. Um, good goals from Ronaldo and um, Rashford and who grabbed the first goal, um, Diogo Dalot. So good goals, good performances from all um, those players and there's not much to say about the um, Sheriff game. Um, we need to go to Real Sicilia next on Thursday and we need to win back these two goals to top the group and avoid playing one of those Champions League failures in the next round. So we'll go straight to the round of, I think the round of 16, not the round of thirty-two. So that's it basically, um, good performance. So thank you all for listening. I enjoyed this podcast. I hope you did as well. Um, hopefully I'll be available. Uh, I'll be able to make a podcast after the we associate that Game to share my thoughts on the performance overall. So thank you so much. Do have a great week ahead and bye for now.